puke don't worry it's fine okay thanks oh so how you doing i'm doing great how are you actually that was a lie i'm I'm just kind of doing okay oh i think the whole world is just doing kind of getting by right now yeah absolutely but that's why we're doing this we're watching fun movies that i think what would we call them comfort movies yeah, but I really have found that to not be the case with any of these. <laughs> yeah, somehow looking back at your at movies you used to like isn't comforting anymore. Well, who chose? Did we do I Know Who Killed Me? Or is that? That was part of Lohan Month. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that was not someone's comforting movie. <laughs> okay, good. Um, My comforting movies are usually like divas, like... Bette Midler or Diane Keaton. Yeah, they're kind of just like fun. You can just chill with it. Yeah. Yeah. Trashy chick flicks. Yeah. Love it. <sighs> okay, well, welcome to Pod and List Together, the podcast where we are a book club for movies. I'm that's, Josh. I'm Indoni, and I think that's better than what we've been saying. It, yeah, it kind of fits fits better. Uh, well, anyway, hop in your limo and date an FBI agent because today we are watching Blank Check. A young boy inadvertently gains possession of a check for $1 million and proceeds to spend it, unaware that the gangsters who, to whom it belongs are in pursuit. Ooh. Doesn't this sound thrilling? It does. Did oh, we didn't do the IMDb game. Okay, what would be your synopsis? Oh, um... Kid gets cash money, lives life large. Honey. <laughs> yeah, yes. <Bam>. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I think mine would be youth overestimates the spending power of money, even in early 90s. <clears throat> yeah. A million dollars won't get you that far, honestly. A million dollars will hardly get you a house in New Jersey. Y- yes. <laughs> and then and then you think of the property taxes and like the closing costs and you're just like how? how yeah that's the other thing so would you care to give us a little tour of your new home in the background there oh yeah this little old thing i just saw it you know on a listing on my 1994 <laughs> macintosh computer where you have to insert the disc to run it yeah and i bought it cash down it was you know a measly 300k so, Plus closing costs. Yeah, well, you know, negligible when you have a million dollars. Seriously. The only thing that I can think of that would justify how cheap this house was is that the movie took place in Indiana. Okay, so the house is a castle, yes. But it is in Indiana. It is 1994. I, <laughs> I looked it up and a million dollars in 1994 or 1993 is only equivalent to like 1.7 million today. Yeah. So 
it's still yeah that's not that much purchasing power okay also there the other dude was trying to buy this house and then like they kept raising it up to three hundred thousand, and i was like really that's it like for a huge house i don't know it was it was definitely a shock it was and well i mean he was clearly lowballing them at like 150 but they were so eager to take the 300 they were like oh my god that's so much above asking price i guess they just wanted out i mean that place looks creepy which i'm kind of into but also like the upkeep seems like it'd be a pain in the butt right like it's it looks fortified but it also looks like it doesn't have good air circulation like some mold problems oh and terrible internal lighting I couldn't keep lighting. any houseplants in there. You're right. Yes, I'm sure. rethinking this place as my house now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you could knock down the east wing and then you'd still have basically two normal size houses. I'll turn it into a bed and breakfast. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have you seen Blank Check before? Yes. Okay. It used to be on Disney Channel, like all the time i guess before decoms oh maybe yeah 94 or maybe even after decoms i don't know why they would play this all the time but i definitely saw it on tv definitely rented it yeah Uh, i loved this movie and i Uh, had forgot about it for like the last 15 years i also loved it and now i kind of regret watching it as an adult did it taint your image of how amazing this was? No, so that's like the good thing about even even with this podcast, like watching DCOMs and realizing how bad they are, like I still firmly hold that memory and this nostalgia of how good I used to think they were. So there's like two separate thoughts. Yeah. There's like the nostalgia and the old memory, like the good feelings about it, and now the new horrible discomfort that i have in this movie oh my god this movie made me so uncomfortable there there's definitely some weird things about it yes that we can talk about but the reasons i did like it were because i related to preston he's the young kid who gets all the money but at first his brothers are like invading his room and he doesn't have his own space and his parents are like dogging on him to like I don't know. He had a Do job at eight years old or something, right? What uh, What were his brothers? What was his brother's business? I don't think they ever tell us. Was it something in foot? I don't know. They're like, we have a business. We're taking over the space. It's our business. We got to work on our business. I'm like, what are you doing? Selling lemonade? You're twelve. Yeah. Oh, Preston's family like sucks. They really kind of did. They really suck. Like, his dad is terrible. He's like, when yeah. I was your age, who, which eight, I had my own business, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, first of all, mowing lawns is not a business. Uh, thank you. It's a service. It's a service. Thank you. Yes. You don't own a fleet of lawnmowers at eight years old. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, and then he was just like, kids... well, no, you can't have your own space. Oh, God, I hate him to dad. I, why would you... I would, yeah, if you're taking away your child's bedroom for another kid, then that's not right. Like you're No, and then also, I don't know, maybe, like, have them swap bedrooms. Because, mm-hmm. like, I just assumed that they were taking over his space because he had a larger bedroom. 
either way, they took over space and he gave his sons a Mac computer. Because they had an extra one at work. Uh, it's not like that was outdated. Like, I don't think computers were like coming out with new editions as frequently back then as they are now. So it's not like that was like an out of date one for then. Right. They just had an extra one. Yeah. Uh, either way, Preston knew what he was doing with this Mac though. Like he did. He like immediately booted up and like started typing in things. And I don't even think that was a real application. That's what I was wondering. Cause I think my first computer was like a shitty Dell and it was like 1998 or something. So I never used a Mac. I have no idea if they started out so amazingly or what. I think this was all fictional. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> but I remember ruining watching, my image yet again. I know. I really wanted a computer that did text to speech and then like had a mouth that would say it. That mouth was so creepy. <laughs> it was very creepy. What what did they say? They he typed in um they sleep is... face to butt. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it just repeats it over and over. I'm like, this face is to weird. butt, face to butt. <laughs> Does that mean they share a bedroom? I I don't know. Prob maybe? I don't Prob maybe. Love oh. it. Either way, his family kind of sucked. They and do. then it c- keeps on sucking. He goes to Butch's birthday party at the uh at like a theme park. Yeah, and all the rides cost tokens each. Like, what bullshit is that? Like, I've been to a carnival where you have to pay, you have to, like, give tickets. Yeah. But not, like, a, like, a firmly established, always there amusement park. Right. Like, you pay a buttload at the front gate, and and then you can go on all the rides. Yeah. But (laughs) I I totally understood Preston's pain, where I'll where all the other kids are going on all these rides and having a great time. And he's just sitting there like, I have five tokens. Like I spent them all on the kitty ride. Yeah. I just remember like, doing ugh. that stuff like on field trips and everyone was like buying stuff from the gift store at the zoo. And you're just like, my parents didn't give me $20 to buy stuffed animals. Sorry, Lakeisha. <laughs> Clearly you have some resentments. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, I did love going on field trips because my parents would always give me and my sister money to buy things. <sighs> Maybe like, I just wasn't good at like asking for money and making them know that I was going on a field trip. It's probably my fault. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like we were in very small schools, so like they had to. There's always like permission slips and stuff, and we were usually both going on the trip. Aww. So they knew. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I guess so. <laughs> um. Yeah, his, oh god, his dad's like, oh, if he's so determined for this kid to have money, then give him some chores where he can earn the money. Right. Don't ex- don't expect your child to go like out into the world and find a job at eight years old. You just yeah. want to go like talk to strangers, like, hey, can I something? I don't know, mow your lawn. Right. Go t- go talk to strangers. Ask them to give you money. Yeah. Um. Okay. Excuse me, sir. My dad neglects me. Can you give me some money? Right. I just want to go on a ride. Um, so he gets a check from his grandmother for his birthday and she had forgotten to write in the amount. So the dad's like, huh, it's a blank check. And he just fills in $10. Oh, oh no, right. $11. Cause the year before he got 10 and he's like, well, you'd be surprised how quickly $11 will grow with interest. 
what? I'm, I'm so heated about this father. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm it is? Mad. It's poor Preston is a millennial being bogged down by capitalism. True. Just like the rest of us. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the fact of the matter is being a kid can cost money sometimes. Being alive can cost money. Yes. Too deep? Man. Um, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes to the bank with his $11 check to open an account. And I don't know why the Thank lady you. is on a flyer. Was she like a new bank teller? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, why um, do you have a flyer out front with one bank teller on it? Oh, my. Imagine, like, you, sh- you start working at a bank and they're like, check it out, new teller. They're, like, <laughs> handing out flyers, like, come see this hottie. She's super cute. Yeah, and he thinks so, too. Oh, my gosh. He, like, cannot speak or think because he thinks she's so cute. Yeah. I mean, and he's, once again, like, 10. I kind of get it. He's extremely mature. Like, even the kid who was doing the acting, like, yeah. did a very good job of acting, coming off as mature. But, like, a 10-year-old does not need a love interest. Right. Especially a full-grown, mature adult woman. Right. Who, I have no idea how old she is. Don't know either. The older I get, the less I can tell how old people are. I have no idea. Um, but she is the new bank teller. He tries to open an account with $11. She's like, we have a minimum of 200 Come back when you got that. Which, okay, I'm pretty sure almost all banks have, like, a child account. Or, like, a kid's account, right? Yeah, like a student, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> student, not student checking, student savings? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, definitely. But also, you can't open one without an adult. Oh, true. So Maybe that was it. I remember my parents took us to the bank to get our first, like, checking account. Mm-hmm. And I still have the little checkbook where you can write checks. It came with, like, five. Five checkbooks? No, five checks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that I was, like... That was back when balancing a checkbook was still kind of a thing. Yes. So I was like pretty good about it for a long time. Oh, wow. I I almost never did that because I was like, y'all, in the future, we ain't going to have to do this. You were luckily, so right. Luckily, that came true. <laughs> I For a long time, I mean like a year. Right. Which is that, pretty good for a kid. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. I just always try to remember how much was in my account. God, that was a thing. I have no idea what's in my account at any given moment. No. Because I spend recklessly. I bet my grandpa knows. <laughs> how much is in your account? How much is in his account at all times? <laughs> is, is he your accountant? <laughs> I mean, maybe he should be. Maybe. Um, so what happened? The thug dude who we saw in the beginning of the movie, like finding his briefcase in like an abandoned building. Yeah. Um, That whole opening was really weird. It was. I don't know if I've ever seen it before. I mean, either. And I was like, am I watching the right movie? I don't know. Uh, 
As soon as I saw the cash, I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, there's money involved. <laughs> sure. There's money in a scary guy. Mr. Um, Quigley. Which is not an intimidating name. It's not. <clears throat> he wasn't a very intimidating... Well, actually, yeah, he was kind of scary. I was definitely scared of him as a kid. He's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's also at the bank talking to, like, the bank owner guy. Manager, maybe? Yeah. Mr. Bubbles. I don't remember his name. I don't know. But they have some sort of deal. The bank manager's going to launder this money that he got. I'm pretty right. sure is the deal. Which is something that I don't understand. Do you just wash it? Do you do it by hand? Is it dry cleaning? Okay. Well, <laughs> have you ever seen Breaking Bad? No. First, you have to buy a laundromat, and then you wash it. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a million million dollars will buy you a laundromat. Probably yeah. not. It's probably a good investment. Laundromats are probably very good investments. Oh. Depending on the area, it. yeah. After I sell my house, you you'll be able to afford like seven laundromats. Uh, yes, thank you. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um. Either way, Mister Quigley was also at the bank. He's running around rampant, and he backs up right as our Preston is biking past, and he bikes right over, or he backs up right over onto Preston's bike. Which is a bad look, you know, running over a kid. <laughs> I mean, it really, even if it's just the bike, that's a, a very bad look. Yeah. Um, and so, like, a crowd starts gathering and he gives him a check for the bike. Then, of course, a cop shows up and he broke out of prison, I think. So he's on the lam. Don't know why you would go to your money dry cleaner that you always went to. What do you, what do you call a money, money launderer? Yeah. I don't know. Why would you go to the same one, hang out in the same area? But he gives him a check and he doesn't write an amount. And so Preston's like, it's a blank check. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next part was my favorite as a kid because I remember that feeling of like, try, like you could write anything in that check, you know? Oh, yeah. I still like wait for the day when someone will give me a blank check. Oh, yeah. And then I'll call them and let them know because, you know, I would feel horribly guilty stealing money from someone. Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty sure there might be legal repercussions. Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to try. I mean, if you're eight, it it doesn't differently. Yeah, if you're eight, I guess it doesn't really matter. I guess not. Um, But, okay, Preston is on the computer and he's, like, typing it out, like, $1,000 and he puts his name and then he's like wait a minute and adds zeros until it's a million dollars and he's like I can't just like put my name you gotta get cold hard cash baby you gotta get cash could you imagine just working at a bank and a kid's like here I need a million dollars cash now yeah well I mean if television that really has no basis in reality has taught me anything it's that anything over like twenty thousand they're gonna investigate right and i don't maybe that's just deposits i think just for anything that that's big and they're not gonna have 
a million dollars on hand usually. We should have looked this up. I wonder how much money a bank has at any given it's moment. It's not as much as you think. My mom worked at a bank. Oh, interesting. It's not that much. This is why it's a bad idea to rob a bank. What about including the ATM? Um, oh. Hmm. Because, like, how often is that thing refilled? I don't know. We really need a banker up in here. Yeah, we got... We have a mailman. Questions. That's really all we got is is Brandon the mailman. He's the most useful of the bunch. Yeah, maybe has some bank insight. Uh, so he prints a million. He goes yeah. just like he just really goes for it. He does um, and he goes straight to the bank and he thinks he's gonna get the cute girl again, but he doesn't. He gets some old lady who's like, "Wow, this is really funny." Uh, I'll let you meet the manager of the bank um, as a way to like punish him or like get yeah. him in trouble. I mean, I guess old white men are kind of scary. They are. They can be. Absolutely. Um, but of course, the bank manager thinks that this is like a runner for the money that he's supposed to give back to Mr. Quigley. Yeah. Uh, he thinks that. Mr. Quigley's associate, whose name is Juice, he thinks that Preston is Juice. Which would be genius, right? Right. What a small little thing to think about for this movie. Because he, like, asks Preston, he's like, Juice? Like, are you Juice? And he's like, no thanks, I'm not thirsty. Yeah. Like, who even thinks of that? Right. That's probably the best bit of writing this movie. It's ingenious. It was good. And... Uh, the bank manager literally just hands him a million dollars. He's like, you know what to do with this, right? Yeah, uh, buy toys. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. Man, and stuffs his backpack full while the actual dude who's supposed to pick the, up the money is like on the way to the room. Yeah, just <sighs> macking on every chick he sees. Uh, yes, inappropriately so. Like a yeah. lot. Like a lot, and yes. Yeah. Literally every woman he sees. Yes. The 90s. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if you're going to give someone a character trait, you got to do it fast. True. Because that guy did not have a lot of screen time. He didn't. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it was genius. It was That's like misogyny and color- colorful shirts. That was his whole personality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that killed me. I mean, it's accurate. Yes, it is. Um, so Preston, who... Wait, did he have his bike again? How did his bike get fixed? Oh, also, his parents pissed me off so much with the bike thing. Like, Just your bike got hit by a car by some random adult, and it's you're the one who screwed up. Yeah, they're like, you have to we take told better you care about... of your things. No, no. Your kid almost got ran over. You're not worried about that? Oh, God. Rate that decom daddy and mommy. It's 1.5 out of 10. I will give the mom a three because she did not have enough screen time to actually make... She didn't have a personality. And the dad gets a 0.5. Yeah. It's the least we could do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He does the least. Oh my God. This is when Preston takes his million dollars in cash 
comes up with a fake persona, Mr. McIntosh, and buys a house for $300,000. And from- A castle. A castle, pretty much. And from some of the perspectives, it looks like it's like down the block from his actual house. I think it is. Okay. Which is weird, but also like in my hometown, um, very close to the high school, like someone literally built a house that looks very much like this, but oh, like a, like a mini golf version. Oh. Like the facade looked like it was made out of plaster instead of yeah. stones. But they had like, um, what's the word? Minarets or whatever, like the oh, cylindrical yeah, the, shape with the 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 crit, archer. Yeah, good good job. Oh, ooh, that was my art history degree. Thank you. Oh my god, amazing crenellations. Yeah. Yes, the the archer slots. Yes, that. Yeah. So someone built one of those in my hometown. So right, they can clearly be really useful in I, Indiana, and you know. <laughs> I guess in New Jersey too. Yeah. Or clearly a kid with a million dollars built a house in my town. That I'm after watching this, that's plausible, honestly. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Um, Quigley dude wanted to also buy this house though. And he was throwing a temper tantrum and yelling at the real estate agent, which was just weird. He's just generally rude he was like smoking a cigar in her face like in this house that you're trying to buy like the people are still there they could just tell you no they don't need to accept your offer right he's like we had a deal she's like these whoever i'm talking to is offering two times more okay yeah absolutely (sighs) Uh, so he gets the castle and then he gets a chauffeur and why Aren't his parents watching him? Thank you. It was. It took me a little longer through this movie to like realize that his parents were just letting him leave all day and night. Well, later on, he tells them like, "Oh, I'm working for Mr. McIntosh." So they're like, "Oh, okay." We told him to get a job, and he's working for this strange man that we've never met. Perfect. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I I would definitely question that more if I were a parent. But like you said, they are very low on the DCOM parent list. And this Absolutely. isn't even a DCOM necessarily. Yeah, it's like DCOM adjacent. It is very close. Um, Yeah, so he's like, they go shopping to buy a whole lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Which, like, the number of montages in this movie, which... Love them. Best part of the whole movie. Like, this one's my favorite. The shopping and going crazy in whatever store you feel like it. This was my, as a kid, this was my idea of, like, winning winning the lottery. Totally. It would look like this. Yeah. Buckets of ice cream, clothes. That was a trash can of ice cream. (laughs) Yeah, that. Oh, that sounds so good right now. It really does. Oh. If only I had a limo and a chauffeur. And a million dollars. And a million dollars. That was a lot of ice cream. That was probably like a thousand dollars worth of ice cream. You're right. I feel like he could have spent he made the money go further than it really could have. Oh, absolutely. And not only that, but this whole movie takes place in 
six days. Yeah. That is insane. Right. But he, yes. Okay. <laughs> Man, those montages are the best part of this movie. And in, in the time he spends with Henry, the the chauffeur, just like having a good time and being silly, you know. Oh yeah. Henry, what a great decom dad. Oh, yes. Like amazing. I wouldn't say a ten out of ten. Like a nine out of ten. He would be. Pretty great. But I love this. I love how uh, Preston, like, I don't, his dad was yelling at him to get a job, which made you think he's lazy or something. But then we see Preston is like super smart, super capable. He's like managing all these movers and like construction people and security camera people. And he has like clipboards. Yeah. Like, kid was a boss. He is a hustler. Absolutely. But also, like, I'm just impressed because how, who do you figure out how to, like, how do you figure out who to contact for, like, a truck delivery of Coca-Cola? I don't know. Or Isn't Reese's peanut butter cups, whatever he got. <sighs> he got, like, grocery store numbers delivered to his house. Rich. Huge. For it's real. Amazing. He installs like uh I don't know, like a sumo wrestling thing. Uh oh, that that place was like my dream as a kid. That sumo not the sumo, the velcro wall thing. Yes, like, that I always wanted to try one of those. And I forget where, but I finally got the chance to one time. It really is a lot of fun. Oh yeah, all the jump parks opened and they had those. Like trampoline oh, parks? I don't think that's right. I think it was when I was working as a summer camp counselor. Like, oh. they every once in a while, they would just get a random thing. Like, one summer, they had a, a fake um, mechanical bull. And then another summer, they had the Velcro wall. Yes. And those suits are sweaty and disgusting. Oh, gross. I didn't think about that. And also because there was, like, children wearing them, too. So they were well, extra nasty. Yeah, that's gross. He did have inflatables and everything. Yeah, and a little Man. go-kart thing, and he installed a water slide. Too much. He was Not only that, a water slide that connects to inside the house. It would be a... Actually, no, I don't like that. No, never mind. I don't, I don't like it, because you'd have to walk up to your room, office, or wherever it was, to go down the water slide. Again. Yeah. planning on doing that. That's true. I mean, I guess they could put like an outside access thing where it's just like a staircase and then like a hatch. Yeah. Also, would it just freeze in the winter? I, right? We need the logistics behind this. We're too adult now we because then it's like, am I going to lose all my air conditioning? Look, am I going to lose the heating in winter? My property is very important to me. Don't go drilling holes into the wall. It's a huge a investment. Slide. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you think you could just have any kind of construction worker bust out those bricks or you have to have a mason come in and like you're right remove the bricks that's another like ten thousand dollars he really knows how to spend he does which is why the banker lady is like i better go see what preston's doing yeah wait why does she show up at his house right wouldn't that be weird 
Yeah, why the fuck does she move in? Well, or not move in? Does she come over? She comes over. She's like, oh, like I, I know you want to set up your account. Like, are you? Do you have some money now or something? But she's really FBI, which we find out there to. Yeah. Oh, does she, does she come like? Cause she think Mr. McIntosh? Like something about like. Oh right. There's like a lot of buzz about this guy McIntosh. Right. Like if they're he, looking for someone who stole money and then the next day someone buys a house with cash, you know? Yeah. Also, how did he make the handoff with the cash? Do you think he just dropped it in a brown paper bag on the front step for the owners? Oh my gosh. <clears throat> There's a lot of legal, like you have to sign documents. You have to. Oh yeah. There's a huge process behind it. I didn't even think about that. That makes buying a house even more intimidating now. I don't want to sign more paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she shows up. She's like trying to meet Mr. McIntosh. And he's like, well, he's very busy, but I can like pre-screen you for him, basically. Wow. Which like, but she agrees to it. So they have a date. <laughs> yep. Um, a little weird. I mean, yeah. I guess she's doing this because she's an FBI agent trying to find information. Right. But it, I don't know. The date is like romantic and like they very much made like a romantic mood. Yeah. And uh, it was that director and producer need to question themselves. I should have looked it up because yes, they, <laughs> they're a little sketch. Yeah. With this. So he takes her to a fancy restaurant. He like buys her this beautiful necklace or Mr. McIntosh does. And then he like falls out of his chair. He's like, yeah, let's go get burgers instead, which I do love that kind of cliche of the trying right. to be fancy, but I'm not actually fancy. So let's go eat burger king and tuxedos yes which i don't remember where else i've seen that but i have everywhere yeah everywhere <laughs> sex in the city this movie. i mean i would do it probably something yeah i would absolutely go eat french fries in a suit sometimes um, you get you get a charcuterie board and you're like bro i just need a hamburger <laughs> like i never turn down a charcuterie board i mean after <laughs> But if it's like oysters or something, I'm like, mm, oh, I'll nice. take mozzarella sticks. Ooh. Ooh. Absolutely. I, I got lost there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when they're eating their french fries, they're in this fountain thing. Oh, that was cool. It was cool. And I remember thinking as a kid, like, that looks like a lot of fun. But then as an adult, I'm like, this is really creepy. It is really creepy because... She's the lady is running around, water spraying up her dress, which we can <laughs> see her butt like get hit with water. And I'm like, what is going on? This is really weird. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think that part is what's weird. I think it's when they're in the limo afterwards and he's like scooching closer to her. And yeah. like, she's, just, I, I don't know, she's like kind of leaning into it maybe or not leaning away. Right. And it's just a weird vibe. And she's but... like, honestly, I had a great time. Oh, Yeah. 
It's weird. Because <laughs> um, like, he tries to like convince. That's not how kids act, you know. No, I mean he is mature, but no. Ugh. Anyways, he tries to like keep her around by saying that there's a party on Friday for Mr. McIntosh, which happens Ooh. to be his birthday. So, time to start planning a party, I guess. Yeah. He has all the money in the world. All he has to do is plan a party now. You know, Butch had this party where he could barely afford to go on a ride, but now he has $10,000 to throw to a party planner. Um, that's just the down payment. That's just the down payment. And he's feeling pretty crappy because it doesn't feel like anyone wants to be there for him. They're just there for the money. They're just there for Mr. McIntosh. Yeah. Who doesn't Ooh. exist. He doesn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's very sad because Preston doesn't seem to have any friends. Right. Um, also, I guess he's on summer vacation right now. Oh, yeah. There's no school to be mentioned. I mean, maybe he's just skipping school. His parents wouldn't know. I mean, the juice guy did say, aren't you supposed to be in school? Right yeah, but he seems very far removed from anything but his own reality. To be fair, like any time I see a child outside in public, I'm like, aren't you supposed to be in school or something? <laughs> Same. <laughs> also, when I was like unemployed and my friend and I would go to the store or anything and there was like a lot of people there were like, shouldn't you all be working jobs? Oh, right. <laughs> <clears throat> like I know I'm I unemployed, but are you as well? Right. <laughs> um, <sighs> So yeah, he's sad and lonely and it's a bit of a bummer. And like, even Henry is busy, but not, you know, not for lack of liking Preston just because he's got like stuff to do. Right. Um, So yeah, so like Preston, not Preston, Quigley, that's the bad guy? Yeah. Quigley and Juice and the banker, whose name we can't remember, they're trying to find Preston to get the money back. Yeah. So they're just going to like, any place where there would be kids like water parks zoos county parks uh yeah i guess <clears throat> if that's all they've got to go off of is it's a kid with a backpack then wow that would be tough yeah i mean he doesn't really have any super distinguishing features not really i but mean they found him they, they did <laughs> it was a pretty good plan yeah they, they're like, there's kids at a park. Let's go to a park. Um, and he happens to be there. Wow. Shablam, Great. there he is, being all sad on his bicycle, looking at all the other kids playing. Yeah. Um, so, if this movie has a lot of montages, it also has some chase scenes. Yes. They're pretty good, though. It was a pretty good chase scene. Yeah. There was tension there was drama there was comedy yeah it had a lot of everything it really did and i think he like loses the backpack for a moment full of money which he just always keeps on him um he gets it back probably would too i don't know i don't know why buy a castle if you're not gonna hide your money in it that's true he does also have like a lot of people going like milling about in there Maybe it was safest. 
you would think with the security and stuff, he would have bought a safe. Oh, that'd be smart. Yeah. I'll be sure to get one for my property. <laughs> get one for your million dollars. Thank you. Yes. Man. He, so they chase him. He gets away. And that night is the party. So he's all like frantic because he's been, he's getting chased, you know? Wait, they find it. Where was the second time they find him? Um, I don't know. You're right. They definitely find him twice, but. I, yeah, I can't remember the first place. And he gets away really easily. Huh. <laughs> That's like, I just watched this movie yesterday and. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. There's a, I told you there's a few chase scenes. A lot of montages. Yep. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, on the date night. Oh, you're right. They went through the fountains. And and yeah. Fun. And they did a whoa. They fall on their feet. They did. And they also like they're did slipping a, on a banana. There's kids over here. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock at night. Why are we looking for kids in this park? Oh, wait, there's a kid. The one we're looking for. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for the amazing part of this movie? Yes. Actually, it's not. It's kind of depressing. He goes to this party. The whole movie has been. <laughs> the whole movie is a little bit depressing. Yeah. They have this huge party. It cost apparently $100,000 to put on. Which is insane. It's all for Mr. McIntosh, who no one even knows. But all these people came because, you know, someone has money. They're a big deal, I guess. Is that what it, how it works? I don't know. Like, if I just throw a big party, are people going to start showing up? I think so, yeah. You'd hope. I mean, really, I would have been, like, super into it if Preston had, like, parlayed this lie into, like, creating a business. Like, making all these adults who just show up to the party, like, getting them to be business partners. Right? A pyramid scheme or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're probably all rich, right? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine for them. I don't like pyramid schemes because they take advantage of the little guy. True. Oh, well. Maybe in the sequel. You're right. Maybe just angel investors. Yeah. Maybe in the sequel, blanker check. But Yes. (laughs) There's just more more room to write zeros in. Yeah, or Google Pay? I don't know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If they remade this movie, maybe that's how it would go. Like he just finds a phone that's unlocked with Apple Pay? Yeah. On it? Maybe. Either way, this party is boring. It's for old fancy people. And no one likes Preston there because he's just some twerp who's at this adult's party. Yeah, but he's rocking that suit. It and was that a suit really is cool suit. so 90s with like the geometric, Ugh. asymmetrical bow tie. And giant coattails. Yeah. Very Ugh. 90s. Are coattails still a thing even? Like, does anybody ever wear them? I hope not. <laughs> Unless you're like role-playing something or, you know... 
I mean, I guess ballroom dancers. Like, you kind of need that. Oh, yeah. That's classy. Oh, that's classy. It's classy. I mean, that's absolutely classy. I love it. Do a little line dancing. <laughs> <laughs> With your coattails. With your coattails. Top hat. Oh. I don't know why this suddenly got I don't southern. know either. It's because um, you said classy. Classy. Um, so yeah, so nobody likes him. And the party planner who is just money grubbing. Oh my god. Uh, she wants to get paid because she's got to get paid because she did all this work. So he's like, I'm going to get you the money. And he has spent it all. He was balancing his checkbook on a computer screen. And it was like, you are negative $300 or something. Like, you would have just thought that he'd be more conscientious of his spending, more frugal, more, I don't know, responsible. And also, how did he not know that he only had $300 left if he was keeping track? Right. And had it all in his backpack. Um, But, you know, that's the thing is, like, you'll never have enough, like, and it goes faster than you think. And I liked that on his spreadsheet or whatever that app application was, it was like, investments, personal finance, account, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, the rest of them were totally blank. It was just personal finance that he was looking at. Right. Because the money was all he had. Right. Um, I, would ex- I would have expected him to invest. Right, be a little smarter with it. But, you know, he's just a kid. He just wants to I have mean, fun and spend money and go wild. I guess so. But I feel like he's also smarter than I am now, and he probably understands how investing works. Right? This would have could have been a very different movie. It could have been educational for me. Re- really, yes. <laughs> Quick, short sell, buy, sell, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're like, so when I go to the bank next time, I'm just going to swindle them into give me a million dollars, and then I've got to invest. Invest it all. Um, no, it doesn't work like that. He's broke. And he's Uh-oh. feeling miserable because he owes people money. These people are chasing him. It's his birthday and no one has really acknowledged it. And then in comes his dad, who I know I just rated a 1.5, but this is his one redeeming moment. This is his point five redemption for this me. Is it. This is where his score comes from. Uh, he comes to talk to Mr. McIntosh and like, because he's never met the guy. His son is working for him and it's his son's birthday. And he's like, Hey, could you send him home early? Oh yeah. He goes into the whole spiel. Like, Oh, I know I'd treat him like harshly. I should probably ease up or something. He's a lot like me when I was his age, the other dad things. (laughs) (laughs) Other dad things. What a great description. You know, all the cliche things. Absolutely. I don't tell him often enough, but I'm so proud of him and I love him so much. I, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, of, and Preston, of course, like starts crying almost because he's like, oh, my family's really the only ones who care about me. Uh, I still don't know about that, but... Yeah, it took him a while to show any of that, but yeah. Yeah. And again, the mom still never says anything. And the dad walks out to his car 
and drives down the block, I guess. Um, yeah. Because apparently they, this is supposed to be on the same block. But well, no, they must not have driven back home because like Mr. Quigley and Juice like break in there to try and find him and there's no one home. Oh, you're right. Where did he go? Maybe to Preston's birthday dinner without Preston. Oh my god, right? Bye, we're going to Olive Garden. It'd be nice if you came, but you know. Oh man, Olive Garden? I have not been there in like five years. Um, It's a great birthday spot. Just saying. What's What birthday song do they sing? Uh, I don't know. I've never been there on my birthday. <laughs> Well, they didn't stop lying to me. Stop lying to the masses. I'm sorry. Ugh. I'm just going to say you can get some breadsticks. Who doesn't want that on their birthday? Oof. We used to always order the, we would always ask for like um, Alfredo sauce with the breadsticks. And they Ooh. would like, they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then they started like putting that on the menu and charging for it. Yes. To get Alfredo sauce with your breadsticks, I'm like, excuse yes. me, my family started that, and we deserve. <laughs> we are the owners. <laughs> we deserve five percent per bowl. Thank you. Um, no, they will charge you for just marinara sauce too. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I would definitely go for the endless bread soup and salad. It's amazing. Huh? Who maybe wouldn't I should go to Olive Garden? Maybe you should, or maybe you should. Um, tell everyone at your party that Mr. McIntosh is a fraud and he doesn't exist. Well, he doesn't even say that. He's just like, Mr. McIntosh is gone. He's never coming back. Yeah. Because otherwise I think everyone would have freaked out more because the party lady, she's like, everybody leave. (laughs) As if having everyone leave is going to recoup any of your costs. Right. Like ending the party early is not going to help. It really wouldn't. Except for maybe the DJ. Maybe. I I, maybe part, party planning really does cost $100,000. I mean, for that kind of party, I could believe it. It was huge. Like there the was a lot going is, on. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't money hungry. She was just trying to start her career. As a party eh, she was a little bit money hungry because she, okay. she was like, that kind of money to people like Mr. McIntosh is nothing. She was Southern, right? True. She did say that. I don't know. Kind of. She had some accent. Yeah. Just pennies to them. It's just pennies to them, honey. Sweetie, Uh, go get me my money. Yeah. I don't think it was that Southern. It was not that deep. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't help but do like a a drawl if I do a Uh, Southern accent. Yeah. What else is there? Uh, You got to play it up when you can. Should I do a twangier? Yeah. (laughs) Got to speak with that twang. Got to speak with that twang. Everyone leaves party. <laughs> Everybody get out of this party right now. <laughs> so, okay, that did sound like her though. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I can replace her in the sequel. Oh my god. Everyone leaves. <laughs> they take the presents with them too. So rude. So rude. I mean, I know like he's never coming back and he won't need them, but like leave the gifts. But also like at that level of wealth, I feel like you're buying things that can't be returned. Like an Hermes scarf or something. Right. That's a fucking investment that you're stuck with. It's like a wedding gift. Like you don't you don't buy a set of pans and then be like, oh, I need those back. 
because you like you obviously don't need a huge set of pans like that's for a wedding right i guess so I don't know. if the wedding Actually, got called off before i gave them the gift i would absolutely return it y- yes right I think I would def if the wedding didn't have like if the wedding went poorly, I would probably go find my gift and take it. Is that bad? <laughs> well, so do you take the gift to the wedding anymore? That's not a thing anymore, right? Like, is it not? I don't think so. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's I've been only to after party or whatever. No, I think you're supposed to take it to the bridal shower now. Really? Yeah. I haven't been to a wedding. I don't know. Everything is like so self-centered and extravagant. Yes. Like people have engagement parties, bridal showers, the actual wedding itself. And, you know, sometimes you're invited to the rehearsal dinner. Yep. Like there's a lot of shit going on. clothes and you have to like be there and bring gifts. Bachelorette party too. Forgot about that. Yeah. Well, bachelor and bachelorette party. It's almost like you need a blank check just for weddings. Yes, exactly. Can I take out a loan for my friend's wedding? Thank you. Maybe. I'm not even <laughs> We need a banker here. God damn it. God. We're so unprepared. We are. Just have done my research. Okay. Yeah. Everyone leaves from this party. It's quiet. No one's in this castle of a house. And there's a knock at the door. And... Preston thinks it's Shay, the FBI lady. But of course it's not. It's Mr. Quigley and his group of dudes. Again, that name is not intimidating. It's not. There's actually a children's puppet show called Mr. Quigley's Village. Um, So I think this is really funny. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it was really... uh, I don't don't know. Bad? Probably didn't even make public access TV. Oh, I've never watched. Pu- I want to. I want to watch Public Access just once, just because. Yeah. Just because of the picture that Always Sunny is painted. <laughs> yeah. So, Miss Mr. Quigley is there, and he's mad. He's like, "Give me my money!" And Preston's like, "I spent it all." And this is when we found out that it was. It's been six days. He's like, "How did you spend a million dollars in six days?" Pretty easily. Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard. Okay. What what would you buy in order to spend a million dollars in six days? Definitely a property. Yeah. And that would be it. That there would that would that would be all the money. (laughs) Can you even do it that quickly? Like isn't there maybe not closing like time for closing and stuff like that? And like drafting the paperwork. Okay. In six days. How are you going to spend, like, you have to spend this money. What would you spend it on? Um, Probably a really expensive car. Because, like, that just takes your entire fucking day. Even though it feels like your whole life. Yeah. You're at the dealership for the whole day, and then okay. it's done. I don't know and if you've then, ever been to a dealership. It sucks. Yeah. It, it's like three hours oh of my God. just sitting around and yeah. waiting. So, that's like... I feel like there's like $300,000 cars. Yeah. And then you could sell that later and it's still probably be like worth a lot of money. Yeah. Maybe just three of those. 
Because I can't okay. think of anything else that would like a TV that that's like $5,000. Right? One of everything in Costco. Okay, that's like 70 grand maybe. Can you buy gold? But like where? Yes. I mean, at one I of those go? we buy gold places. Oh, no, wait, they <laughs> buy the gold. <laughs> right. I'm not sure where to go. Oh, God, sorry. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> it's in the name. Maybe you just have to buy the whole shop. That sounds like a good investment, too, honestly. Oh, you buy the shop, and then you buy gold from customers. There you go. Perfect. With my million dollars. <clears throat> buy a laundromat. I that Honestly, I would buy a chain of laundromats, yes. And then you could launder your money. And I'd make sure that they work. Because the most annoying thing is trying to use a laundromat that everything's broken. Well, they're also deceptive. I've only used one once. Like when we first moved into our apartment, we didn't have a washer dryer yet. And like I went and I washed my clothes. Like that was fine. And I was like, oh my God, the dryer is so cheap. It's like 15 cents for a cycle. Little did I know that a cycle was only 15 minutes. So like the clothes were still sopping. So you got to put it in there for like five cycles. Yeah. And so like what? It was definitely not 15 cents either. It was a lot more than that. Yeah, it adds up really quickly. So, yeah. An honest laundromat, please. (laughs) Okay, I'll try. (laughs) Well, you're also going to be laundering money, so it's not very honest of you. Not very honest at all. Um, What we do know is that Preston is getting shaken down by these three guys. And he does some, like, Home Alone-style stunts. With all of his new toys, yeah. It was so cool. Uh, not what really were they talking about? Quigley for mayor or something? I didn't understand. Like they were just oh, muttering, yeah. and I wasn't paying attention to them. They, they, instead of being mad that this kid took all the money, they're like, "No, this kid did it for you. Like he, you could be Mister Macintosh. Like just take that identity because this kid already made you seem like a whole different person." Yeah, but then your money's still gone. Yeah. Right. He still spent it all. So. Somehow being mayor is going to get you more money. I don't know what they're trying to do. It doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. Do politicians make money? Yeah. Huh. You know. I'm going to look into that. Maybe I'll run for local office. Yeah. Do it. Or not. Probably not. Um... (laughs) There's this part's scary. Honestly, the Quigley guy chasing poor Preston around terrified me as a kid. Same, but also the castle is entirely dark. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Oh, wait, because he turns the lights off. He does. But yeah, so he, like, goes down the water slide to escape them. He shoots some guy with the baseball machine. He sticks the banker guy in a virtual reality helmet which take it off dude yep it's it was very if you have epilepsy that was a bad moment it was so annoying yeah um and then he locks quigley in a giant which i would absolutely love to go in this thing it was like a giant bowling ball it was so cool it was so cool and he like locks him in there and runs him over with the go-kart yes and And, like blasts him into into the pool. pool He could have died. I know. I was like, this guy's going to suffocate. Like, 
uh, but like, he doesn't. Excuse me, child. You just committed murder. Right? That's pretty bad. I mean, they probably would have killed him. That's also true. Also bad. Also bad. Yeah. But at the last minute, of course, the FBI shows up and they're like, stick him up. And it's the girl from the bank and, you know. And the, and the guy's like, who is Mr. McIntosh? And the guy's like, Mr. Quigley's like, oh, it's uh, me. Aha, uh-huh, I am. Yeah, like, like, yeah you're, you're under arrest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, for fraud and something else and blah, blah, blah. And then the bank teller is also arrested for money laundering. I love the bank teller or the bank manager guy because he has the funniest quips and they're like arresting them. And he's like, I'm just a bank manager. I run a bank. (laughs) That doesn't save you. Like, well, I like when to Shay, he's like, you're absolutely fired from my bank. And she's like, I work with the FBI and you're being arrested for money laundering. Right. You're fired from your bank. Yeah, you who what do you think you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think oh, is happening here? What, what? Are you okay? <laughs> um I don't remember what happens to Juice. They arrest him too. Just because. They just don't tell you what charges. I guess not. Um arrest him and then Shay and Preston have their moment. I think there's a kiss. Oh, oh. What were they thinking? I don't know. But they have a moment where she's like, well, maybe in another 10 years. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, when he's 22, maybe? And then he's like, what about six? And she's like, um. And he's like, what about four? I'm like, oh. Like, yeah, so he gets her down to like six years. So... If he's eight, that would make him 14 when she says that he can call him. So he must be older than that. Yeah. He's got to be at least 12 for that to be legal. Yeah. Not that I live in Indiana. I don't know if they have different rules there. (laughs) I don't know. There's like... You're right. Maybe there's there's an age of consent and then buffer age too. That's why this whole thing was set in Indiana. makes sense now yeah their age of consent is blah and there's no buffer age oh god they uh, and then they kiss um, they kiss which like i get that they did the thing the movie kiss where she was like on his cupid's bone rather than actually on the lips Mm -hmm. but like that that was a child yeah still still no like what 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 are you thinking um director writers gross producers that actress for agreeing to do that like kiss him on the forehead right that would have been and say maybe when you're older and then as a joke because no yeah Um, like you're cute that's sweet but you're a child like here's a kiss on the forehead and a pat on the head yeah (sighs) and then the dad shows up to finally be like a dad and they're far less concerned than I would be if my child were involved. Like the police are there. There's arrests going on. The FBI are there. And he's like, well, what happened here? Yeah. My son's in there. Oh my goodness. He's in shock. <laughs> oh God. It was so dumb. And then, yeah. and then they, he takes him home and it's his birthday. Yes. 
and they're like, well, we know you just had a traumatizing experience, but you better blow out your candles. Yeah. We're all standing in a dark room in your bedroom. Here, yeah. There's cake. Wait. Oh, we should have counted the candles. Oh, we could have known. Maybe it was 18 this whole time. <laughs> Maybe. They ask him to make a wish for his birthday, and he says, what else do I need? Everything I want is right here. Like, excuse me, your family just ignored and abused you for six days straight and, you know, for the former eight years of your life. What the hell are you talking about? I don't know. And then at the last minute, he looks up at a picture of Shay and is like, oh, well, I guess I could wish for something. Like, this is gross. Stop. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was this movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I think would have um, helped this movie, but was not really in vogue in the early 90s, but more in like the early 2000s? Uh-huh. was a, a blooper reel in the credits. You're right. I think that could have helped it a lot. It really could have lightened the mood. Because it got serious. This movie got serious and it got scary. It got serious and scary and stayed serious. Yeah. And sad. Yeah. We're um, pressing. And, and also at the end of it, he like his only friend is still Henry the limo driver. Right? Who's like the only one who cared about him enough to get something that he liked on his birthday. Yeah, he went to go get him a trash can of ice cream. Seriously. Oh, but poor Preston thought that Henry was abandoning him. He did. But in reality, Henry got ice cream and then took it for himself and has said goodbye to the kid. Yeah. Do you think they ever hung out again? I hope so. I hope so, too, because they were real bros. I hope that Henry adopts him because his <laughs> family sucks. Oh, my God. The ending we all wanted. Yeah. It's like... If it had the ending of Matilda, I'd be happy. Like where Miss Honey adopts Matilda. Yeah. And then they go on and start their own limo driving business. Oh my God. Amazing. That'd be right there. That'd be super cute. Cause like, you know, in a limo, normally the front seat, the front passenger seat is empty. So like if Henry was driving and then Preston in his little limo driver suit and hat, like would get out and open the doors. Yeah. That'd be so cute. Also child labor. That would work for weddings. That's child labor? Yes. What is going on here? Why is the dad like, oh, working for Mr. McIntosh? And then his brothers are also working there. Like, what are they getting paid? What are the terms? How long are they working? What about their business? Do they just abandon it? I don't know. So frustrating. You know what? It doesn't matter, though, because this movie's over and it's been 17 years with no sequel. True. Um, Wait. We are not likely to know. It's not been 17 years. You know how long it's been? How long? 27. Ugh. Oh my god. I'm leaving. (laughs) 27 years. That's a long... This movie is now... God. Um, Oh, that makes me so upset. I liked this movie because when I was a kid, because it was all about like having a ton of money, like going crazy, getting everything you want. Doing fun. Living the kid dream. Living the kid dream. And he had all the cool technology. I was like, this is so cool. 
Um, another movie that was like this, which I got confused with, was Richie Rich. Oh, I just hit my watch on the desk. Okay, so it's crazy that you mentioned that because Kevin asked when I was watching it, he's like, doesn't that kid like carve his face into Mount Rushmore? I was like, no, you're thinking about Richie Rich. He's like, well, how does Richie Rich get rich? I was like, I don't know, he's just already rich. Uh, honestly, Richie Rich movies were even more weird and even more creepy than this. Well, there was just the one, right? I think there were more. What? I mean, huh. But just the one with Macaulay Culkin, right? Oh, yes. I think they got a different actor. I think we should have watched Richie Rich instead of this. I think so, too. I feel like I would have been much more fulfilled. Yeah. It's a little more wild in the right ways. Yeah. Laser carvings that never breaks down black glue stuff. The robotic bee. I remember all that shit. It's really cool. I feel like these movies, they came out at like very similar times. Mm -hmm. And it was just about being a rich kid. Yes. Was it fun? Did you you live your childhood dream of feeling like you got to spend money without worry? Uh, No, this movie was really a bummer. (laughs) Oh. And also, like, one, because of, like, the mood. He had no friends. His family sucked. And he was just trying to, like, live his life. Yeah. There's no reason why he didn't have any friends. Like, he was a perfectly nice kid. He was very smart. Like, why doesn't he have any friends? And then also, like, I was just thinking the entire time, like, there's no way that you could get all that shit for a million dollars. No. And I was also just thinking of, like, how little a million dollars would actually get me. Yes. It's depressing on many fronts. Yeah. Did you enjoy the movie? Um, kind of. It was still fun for me. And there's still, like, it's still, like, okay, beginning, middle, end, all the plot gets tied up. Okay. Like, I can can enjoy it for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, And it it had some very cool things still that I, even today, I'd be like, oh, I want to do the sumo suit. I want to go kart. I want rolly ball things. Okay. I can agree with that. Like, it does still hold the childhood fantasy of just, like, having a castle of awesome stuff. Very much. That being said, personally, I don't know if I would watch this again. And I don't think I would recommend it to anyone. (laughs) How about you? No, I like, I would not watch it again. And I don't think I would recommend it. Like, it's not even, it's not even one of those movies like Little Rascals from the 90s. That's like, this is important viewing. Yeah. No, it's not. It's just, the only reason I watched this is because I liked it as a kid. Yeah watch richie rich instead maybe 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 we should watch that yeah (laughs) never mind can't maybe we could do a a theme of rich kids month we might have to do that yeah oh my gosh well i don't have any truths or goofs for you today oh oh well but that's okay i hope you guys had fun uh reliving some blank check memories you don't have a a blank memory i kind of do though 
<laughs> we hope you have a blank memory about this movie now. Yeah. If you want to send me a blank check, go ahead and do that. Uh, at Twitter. <laughs> Put <Pot> it together. <laughs> You're going to start giving him an address. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Pot in Together. Pot in this together at gmail.com. And, you know, rate us and everything. <laughs>